Good morning. Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 35th podcast in Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Today I'm going to read um, another chapter of my memoirs, The Life of a Blogger, A Truly Never-Ending Story, Chapter 8, The Nevada Years, Part 2. You can also read the complete memoirs in my blog, common-sense-in-america.com. So without any further ado, I will start reading from my memoirs. Have you ever heard of the TV sitcom Three's Company? Apparently it must be based on something in human nature, so it seemed to me anyway. Because when I introduced a fourth person into our little modern-day commune, things quickly began to sour. Two strong females in one household does not make for a peaceful one. About this time, my illegally separated wife finally got a job working at the VA hospital. While there is a nursing shortage, there is a shortage for LPN jobs, so after 90 days, she was eligible for health benefits. The next thing I know is that my girlfriend, who will be called Dory, was helping Julie pack up her stuff. With two driven females at work, the packing was soon complete. Unbeknown to me, she had been looking for an apartment soon after getting her new job, which was only a short while before she moved out with her two cats. Now that just left the three of us. Well, Dory, being quite the little nester, was not entirely happy about this arrangement either. If you know anything about women, when they aren't happy, the man in the relationship is soon unhappy as well. After being continually reminded of the one-year agreement I had made with my roommate, I informed him that it was time for him to move out. As a matter of fact, he was over by two months. From the two years, one year, should I say. It had become quite apparent that he would still be living with us even now if I had let him. So after much ado, he found a place and I helped him get set up. I basically furnished his little one-room studio apartment. To show his gratitude, he has basically stopped talking to me. The only time when he contacted me was when he needed my help in a photo shoot, which I declined. The funny thing is that he's still friends with my wife, Dory, on Facebook. He holds no ill will towards the person who is actually responsible for his moving out. Sometimes I just don't understand human nature. No sooner than you could say, damn, my life had normalized. It was just me and Dory in this house. Soon afterwards, we decided to celebrate our good fortune by going on a trip to the Philippines to visit Dory's family and do some sightseeing. So you may say, life was finally getting to be normal and, well, boring. The hell you say? Silly human, you would be wrong again. The current house we lived in was just about perfect for us. We had plenty of room for everything. It was the first time I had room since short-selling my house to have my pool table set up. We had room to store both my boat and my utility trailer, and we had an absolutely stellar view of the strip. Sunsets and sunrises were absolutely spectacular. Frankly, I would have loved to have bought that house. When I rented the house, I had signed a two-year lease. When the lease was up, I contacted a homeowner about renewing the lease. After the second field attempt, I simply put it out of my mind. Because what landlord in their right mind gets rid of a renter who always pays on time and is no hassle? Well, that must be one of the mysteries of the universe because that is precisely what happened. After living there three years with no issues, almost immediately upon getting back from our trip and in July, the hottest month of the year, I got a 30-day notice stating that I had to move out. First of all, we had just got back from a three-week trip to Hong Kong and the Philippines. We had no cash reserve left. We were living in a 4,000 square foot house with RV parking. Do you know how hard that is to replace in just two weeks? We did find a house and a lot of time, and I might add it was even nicer than the house I currently was living in, and it was less than two miles from work. It had a four car 
holy shit garage. Unfortunately, I had no room for our boat. So now we had to pay extra for the storage of a boat I had not used in seven years. That story is for another chapter. So I moved it into a fenced area near Lake Mead. I had to keep it there for one year before I finally found a buyer for it. Again, another story. But this time I had moved my gym equipment and it was in no mood to move it again. So I donated all to Opportunity Villages. Village. I also found a coworker whose husband wanted a pool table, so that problem was taken care of. I wasn't going to have to take it apart and keep it in storage anymore. Slowly but surely, I was simplifying my life. As I said, we found a house, but we needed a But we needed first and last month's rent, so I humbled myself and borrowed the money from my own sister. Once we finished up moving, I was able to pick up over time and I had her paid off in a couple of months. So now we had the house rented and we had just two weeks to move. I had gone through my garage and got rid of all the junk that I had collected that would be of no use to me. We had, of course, been packing since we got our notice. Since my schedule was already made, I had to work around it and we didn't give me a lot of time. I was up to my girlfriend and I to do the moving. When we had all left with the bulky furniture and appliances, I rented a large truck with a hydraulic lift and went to Home Depot and hired two reputable-looking Mexican day laborers. Well, it is true that there are some scammers there, and most of them are honest, hard-working people. With the three of us working nonstop, we had all the furniture and appliances moved to the new house. Since I had no room for my utility trailer and a hydraulic lift, I gave them to my helper, two helpers. They had busted their asses and had been very careful with everything that they moved, so I felt like they had earned it. They just left us the morning of the last day to clean up the house. Dory had been cleaning each room as it was emptied, so we shampooed the carpet and the entrance in the morning. I had made a stipulation that I did not want to see the homeowner in the house through the walkthrough, so his brother acted as a go-between. Everything was satisfactory, so we were eligible for a full refund. You know what that asshole owner did? He made me wait 30 days for my refund just because he could do it. What a prick. Did I tell you that the two weeks that we had moved, the te average temperature was close to 115 degrees Fahrenheit? Well, it was, it was. Did I also tell you that I developed a ventral hernia from the heavy lifting? Well, I did. Following, I could no longer take the pain. I had to have the surgery to repair my hernia. Needless to say, that homeowner is not one of my favorite people. The house we found ourselves in was nearly perfect. The only thing it was missing was a covered patio in an RV parking area. There was one small, small irritant. Our next-door neighbor had the meanest and biggest dog outside of a Stephen King movie. The first time he jumped against the side gate and started barking, I almost had a heart attack. After a few scares from him, I decided to call his bluff. Well, right up to the gate so close that I could even smell his bad breath and started to bark and growl right back at him. You know what? He turned tail and back into the garage. This happened a few more times, and I always barked and growled right back at him. He actually stopped doing it with me, and, I took it, and it became a game. We would actually start playing. I think when I finally moved out, he missed me. I wish all my problems were this easy to fix. While we loved the house, the owner would only give us a one-year lease at a time. Each time we renewed it, the rent went up. So after just one new renewal cycle, we decided to buy a house. It had been seven years since I had short-sold my house, so I was okay to get a mortgage. I contacted a die friend of mine who had always liked my boat when actually I tried to buy it four years earlier on whether or not he wanted to buy it again. He agreed to the terms, sight unseen, which basically called for him to pay off the rest of the boat, approximately $6,200. So 
Simple as that, my boat was gone. What a sense of relief it was not to have to worry about taking care of that damn boat. For the first time, we were in the driver's seat. We had seven months to not only find a house, but to move as well. So we were able to take our time, and time it took. We must have looked at least a, at 100 houses. Every time we found one, we liked, we got outbid. When we finally found one we liked and our bid was accepted, the house was broken into before the final walkthrough. Well, I worked nights. Do you think my wife would feel safe in this house? No way in hell. So we backed out of the deal. Of course, I'd already committed myself to transferring to another hospital, so I was stuck. The house we finally found was right in the middle of the two hospitals, so I have not have had to change when I, I worked. So that extra stressor was unnecessary. So finally we found the house that met our criteria, right price, right location, single story, acceptable size for both house and lot. And best of all, it qualified for the free down payment for a hardship neighborhood. So we got 20000 free money for the down payment. And as long as we lived in that house for at least three years, it was forgiven. Yippee. Wonders never cease to amaze me. Our proposal was immediately accepted. We knew that we would have to eventually have to fix the roof since the house was 50 years old, but the house was plenty big enough for us, and the backyard was large enough for Dory to put a garden in. I also had a small area where I could park my small utility trailer that I had bought for the move. When I investigated how much they wanted to move us just 12 miles, the prices were crazy. So we purchased a new trailer and made one trip a day until the move was done. We even moved the large pieces of furniture without hiring help. The entire move was done by just the two of us. One little fact I'd like to add here is that my wife is five, five foot tall Filipina, so not too bad at all. Before we started moving in, I did some odd jobs on the house to fine tune it. I also moved in immediately so that my driving distance would be less. So I moved in a house a whole month before my wife did. It was quite an undertaking, but we did it. It was a little tight the last couple months because we had to pay for two households. So I picked up overtime as well to make up the difference. Once we had just had the one household to pay for, we immediately started to pay off our credit card debt. Our mortgage was much smaller than the rent we had been paying, and the utilities were also less as well. I eventually had to replace my pickup truck, so now I have a car payment as well, but we are virtually debt-free otherwise, so life has settled down some. Of course, during this time, we lost two family members. My mother and my sister's husband passed away. We just came back from a road trip to Florida where I brought back some family keepsakes that my sister had set aside for me. They both will be missed. My heartfelt condolences go out to my sister. It is now just the two of us siblings. Both of our brothers have passed away and our parents as well. Life can be very hard sometimes. Writing these memoirs has been quite a ride down memory lane. Prior to the COVID pandemic, we had just made a nice little trip to Europe we had a great time, and it was especially fortuitous because we got, just got back in before COVID-19 struck. Life has been hectic at work with all the COVID-positive patients that we are caring for. After spending three years at my new hospital, I decided to move back to my previous hospital. So this brings us up to the current time for my life timeline. We have been spending a lot of time at home and have installed as a she-shed in the backyard for Dory. And I finally got my gazebo with an outdoor kitchen and pizza oven. So I'm looking forward to the cooler days ahead so that I can start grilling again. My wife and I are planning a trip next year. Hopefully COVID will cooperate. I hope to enjoy my odyssey. Chapter 9 will include so many side stories that just didn't fit in the storyline. 
Many of them are quite funny. I hope you enjoy them as well. This concludes Chapter 8 of my memoirs. I hope you found them interesting and entertaining. As always, please be safe. Don't give up the fight. And take care.